Well, hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice, medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. Catch a vibe with the doctor and his woke producer Cameron. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. LondonSmith.com. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the, uh, the use of technical medical terminology, such as embolic stroke and bundle up. So I will try to speak with more simplified terminology in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Hello, friends. From every part of the globe, from the North Pole to the South Pole. All right. Hello. Wow. That's, that's a broad scope. Yeah, I mean, you, you seem to focus on a very specific demographic in your day-to-day job, which is sick people. Mm-hmm. I hope for this podcast we'd be a little more inclusive than that. And it's not just the chronically ill. I know that that's all you care about because that's where you make your moolah. But I, I, I would hope this podcast is not limited because of that. Well, we we also focus on, you know, keeping healthy people healthy. So, like, preventative Cha-ching. care. Is that what you hear when you say stuff like that? Cha-ching! Well, no, I mean, usually I just, you know, hear... A, a patient speaking and talk about their their problems but um cha-ching all right so as i said this is our producer cameron cameron is so very dedicated to making the jock dog podcast relevant to our listeners that when he heard it was uh, black history month he began to gather funeral attire from previous decades in an attempt to relive this black history um so Cameron, now you're dressed in your stovepipe hat and your hoop skirt, uh, all in black. Right, that's right. But uh, Black History Month is recreating Sean Connery's classic James Bond suit. Right, the hoop skirt. The hoop skirt, the top hat. Yeah. His most iconic look, besides his look from League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which is his most famous, most famous role, role, of course. Yeah. That's the only. Yeah, all I know of Sean Connery is actually that. I. Who Who is the other one? Because I know League. I know the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's where League of Legends came the from. Other, the other... Who is the other... Main role? What? You said... In what? James... You said he was in another movie. Oh! Yeah. Uh, 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 Jamothy Boned. Okay. So he wore a hat for that. Yeah, he was a... Um, I mean, he's a police officer. I guess, you know, he's a Bobby, as they say over in the Across the Pond. Oh, that's why I didn't get it, because it takes... It's that journey across the pond. It Like, I, I'm sort of an um, Britishophile. Okay. And so, you know, I know kind of like niche BBC type of stuff like that. Uh-huh. But yeah, it, it you probably wouldn't recognize that. Yeah, no, I just... I hadn't even heard of... Uh, like, uh, until... League of Extraordinary Gentlemen came out. I hadn't heard of Sean Connery yet, like outside of that. Wow. So this is well, all... I, I, actually a, a fun fact for, um, you know, maybe some of our other British files out there would know is that the actual, the country of the United Kingdom has a city named 
uh, like your name, London. Huh. I guess. No, I never thought about that. Okay. Everyone there, they are. They ride these bicycles that are stacked on top. They're two-layered bicycles. Okay. And you know, there's the bobbies. I'm not. And like the pins. Uh, I think they got a Dunkin' Donuts there recently. So yeah. Wow, they've got everything. Okay. Uh, so just to clarify for our listeners, our listeners, um, Black History Month is actually an annual celebration of achievements by African Americans and a time for recognizing the central role of African-Americans in U.S. history. So, uh, like, as as great as your outfit today is, Cameron, and I guess you're going to be doing this all month, wearing, you know, various attire from back in the day, um, I just want to let you know that that's not... I didn't say that. Okay. It was just, I guess, the expectation. Okay. Um, in any case, also with us is Did You Do In The House... Whoa, 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 whoa. What expectation? You're rebuking me, and then at the same time, you're expecting me to come up with more outfits. Well, this is a leap here, Dr. London. We have an extra day to worry about. Okay. Because for, oh for me... I can't come up with that many outfits. Okay. So that's the problem. Because for me, it was the Black History Month, because it's a month. I assumed that you were going to keep this up for more than one day. But it, again, you're just kind of making stuff up and then setting these ridiculous expectations that I'll never be able to meet. This is all, this is just typical you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I must have misunderstood. Um, also with us is Did you do in the house? Black History Month is an annual celebration of achievements by African Americans. Wow, they've got everything. Wow, they've got everything. everything. And later, uh, Cameron tells me that we can expect a special guest on the show. That is true, Dr. London. All right, so go ahead and look forward to that. Uh, Before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. This week, a fan actually tried to contact me by pigeon carrier, but that pigeon was unfortunately shot down with an arrow uh, containing a note from another fan. So so I did get a message. It just wasn't the original, the the pigeon one. Um, So that... That message from the arrow, that one reads as follows. Quote, My grandson shoved one up his nose and said he's getting a piercing. Disrespectful. End quote. So first of all, thank you so much to that archer for your question. For I assume it's also a listener. Um, we here at the Jock Doc Podcast love to hear from our listeners. Um, and we are elated at the chance to address your concerns. To answer your question, I am so sorry to hear that your grandson shoved an object up his nose and that it resulted in a piercing. The nose is highly vascularized, so even a small trauma can result in a lot of blood. Uh, So I guess my advice here would be, if it is a deep cut or if it continues bleeding, um, go ahead and see a doctor about it so they can assess it in person. But thank you for your question. If it's a deep cut, see a butt. The butt being the kind of the British term for a doctor, as yourself. 
Oh, I didn't. But if there is no cut, you can sit on your butt. That's a classic. This is all a classic British saying. Okay, I guess I wasn't familiar. Which and also, this is a great segue, Doctor London, to a new segment I I have been trying to introduce for a while. You keep shooting down my segment idea, but it sounds like you're kind of queuing me up for it. It's where we talk about all of our piercings. Oh, it's the Pierce Palace. It's the Pierce Palace. It's the Pierce Palace. It's the Pierce Palace. The Pierce Palace. Yeah, you have been. So we're gonna go back and forth real quick. We're just gonna do a lightning round, a speed round, and we're gonna list every single piercing we have. So you go first. Uh, I guess I've been stuck by a needle before in my finger. Okay, that counts. That's fine. Okay. All right. So my turn. So, you know the place in between your pinky finger and your ring finger. Okay. And it's sort of the... How do I say this in a non-disgusting way? It's sort of the crotch area of those fingers. Does that make sense? It Unfortunately, it, it does. You mean like the webbing in between? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so not- and that's been, that, that's pierced. So, now you go ahead. On which hand? Uh, my left hand, okay. because that's the one that's connected straight to your heart. Yes. Okay. He, who told you that, that it's connected to your heart? Well, no, that's an old that's an old sort of saying in terms of like why you wear your engagement ring or your wedding ring oh, on yeah. your left hand right. ring finger is because that has a certain vein that goes straight to your heart. I say, by following that same logic, if I put a badass kind of cool looking piercing right there, well, then my heart's a little badass and pretty cool. Okay. All right. Well, I guess my next piercing would be I um I got a shot in my shoulder uh, for the flu. It was a flu vaccine. So. That is extremely interesting because my next one is also a shoulder piercing. Okay. So on my right shoulder, you know how people get those like little barbells in their nose sometimes? They kind of look like barbells are like straight with little like... You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So instead of a normal hoop ring, it's just a straight bar. Yeah. So it's sort of like that, but it's on my shoulder, and the shoulder is a bigger part of the body than the nose. So I have a 30-pound barbell um, sort of stuck through my skin. Well, it, it's kind of, gra- at this point, grafted into my skin that you can see right here. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, and so you can see it sticking out. It does make it hard to get in and out of doors and cars. yeah. But again, I think it looks pretty neat. Yeah, well, you and you hang a lot it of burns. stuff on it. Yeah. I mean, it burns like hell, but yeah. I mean, look at it. It does look it's infected. It's an attention grabber. It's definitely it definitely infects the room with a sense of attitude. Yeah, well, and like the the bucket you're keeping under you for the the well the pus yeah the yeah. pus that keeps coming out. Um, have you? Oh, I was going to ask, have you seen a doctor about it? But I guess this is... You are my doctor, yeah. yeah. Okay. This is me seeing, a doctor. seeing your doctor. Yeah. So do we do we want to do another round or do we want to wrap this up? Uh, I think... I mean, I could share one more that I got. Yeah, yeah do one more. Okay. So, and this one's a little bit more private and uncomfortable. But I actually, I got... Uh, I, I was feeling pretty ill. So I got a steroid shot in the, um, in the, the butt. In the oh, upper right quadrant. in the hiney? Yeah, well, in the the. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's sick. 
Oh my gosh, that is disgusting. Yeah, I'm sorry. I- I'm sorry to our listeners. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, that that is that's kind of rude, and that's gross. Yeah, I apologize. And yourself? Anyway, my next piercing is on my ball sack. Um, it hangs there. It kind of just goes back and forth, and it's. I mean, that this also is huge. Uh, I can't tell if the swelling that's going on down there is because of the piercing or it's because of the immense pain that the piercing is causing. But I know it's one of those. It does explain why you're not only leaning over one bucket, but you're also sitting in another one. Oh, yeah, the pus. Okay, yeah, I'm okay. I'm very sorry to our listeners. I'm sorry about that. Uh, we can we can move on from uh, what do we call this? Uh piercing uh pierce palace pierce palace that's right yep okay we'll we'll go ahead and move on from there and now for a tale from the clinic we had an overweight spanish-speaking patient present with lumps and bumps on his arms on visual inspection these appear to be a classic case of lipomas which are benign growths of fatty tissue when i said this to the translator the patient began freaking out a little bit Uh, Now, when most people hear a word ending in OMA, they assume that it is cancer, even though OMA simply refers to... Is a German grandmother. Well, it refers to, in medicine at least, it refers to a growth or a mass. Uh, Not necessarily... That's so rude. Yeah, I... To call German grandmothers a a growth or a mass, that is so rude, Dr. London, but go ahead. Uh... I know you're aiming for a younger demographic for this show, and so you're trying to alienate our elderly listeners, but that's fine. And I should clarify here, I'm not I'm not trying to alienate anyone. That's not a goal of mine. But um, I just, this is sort of just the definition of this suffix, is it's a growth or a mass, uh, not necessarily cancerous. So anyway, so back to this patient. So that patient had a family history of cancer, and for that reason, uh, he immediately became panicked. Fortunately, the, the translator did manage to convey the reality of this, uh, uh, this likely benign diagnosis, and the patient did, you know, calm down a little bit. Uh, and now for today's medical and topic. And you figured this all, you figured this all out visually? I'm sorry, visually. Yeah, you said that up top, visually, but you didn't even, you didn't even attempt to try any of the other senses. Is this the kind of care I'm getting when I'm going to my doctor, Doctor London? I'm sorry, I did. He's only gonna he's only gonna test out one of the senses. He's gonna ignore the five other ones. Yes. I did you did you taste this patient at all? Well, what I was gonna say is I did touch the 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 small growths, the fatty tissue. Okay. I did touch right, it as well. Two out of five. Yeah, but I don't. So did you sniff it? No. What if it's what if it what if the sniff would tell you everything you needed to know? Well, I'm I'm not aware of a clinical you know scenario in which that the sniffing would necessarily tell me that much about these growths. You've never been around a sick person that just was stinky. Yeah, I have. You've never been around a a single stinky sick person in your life. Oh, that is stinky. Well, I have, but that. The the smell of them doesn't necessarily tell me the diagnosis or how to treat, which is the... There are golden retrievers in old folks' homes that can detect cancer. You're saying I'm getting better treatment from an old dog than I am from my old doctor? 
Well, so so dogs can actually sniff. They can uh, have a greater sense of smell than I do. All right, let's go to taste. Yeah. Well, in any case, the did you taste these growths at all? The the growths were actually under the skin. So if I tried to taste, I would just be tasting skin. So that's one issue with that. Mm, okay, I do. Okay, I will concede that that is an issue. Yeah, but also, I mean, did you give him a kiss at least? No, I'm not sure how that would have helped. I don't know. I mean, it might brighten his day a little bit. That uh, maybe, but he also it might upset him as well. Well, you can ask. You don't have to spring it on him, you sick. Right. I. Anyway. Okay. Uh, you can go ahead. Anyway, so this patient, um, they did calm down after we told them the reality of the benign diagnosis or the, the yeah. likelihood. Yeah, the ineffective, unthorough diagnosis. Go ahead. Next segment. Now for today's medical topic, mycotic aneurysm. Now, an aneurysm is an excessive localized enlargement of an artery caused by a weakening of the arterial wall. Mycotic is a reference to an infection, typically fungal in nature. So a mycotic aneurysm is an aneurysm resulting from damage to the aortic wall secondary to infection. Uh, in such cases, blood cultures are usually positive for the infectious agent, and the treatment is generally with IV antibiotics and surgical excision. And also, we don't support blood culture on this show. I just want to say that. I want to get out in front of that before we've heard accusations, crips, bloods. It doesn't matter. We don't necessarily support that culture. We do want all those people to listen to this podcast. So we don't necessarily, uh, you know, criticize it. We're not, we're not necessarily saying one way or the other. But definitely no vocal support for blood culture. Go ahead, Dr. London. Yeah, okay, and I, th- this is my fault. I should have clarified that whenever I say blood culture, uh, I am referring to the, the growing um, bacteria from the blood. So you take a culture, which is a term for a little, you know, like a Petri dish kind of thing, and you grow that, you, you see what develops, and based on that and its reaction to antibiotics, you can find out how to effectively treat whatever... Uh, bacteria or fungus or whatever else is in the blood. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll go ahead and move on from there then. All right, Cameron, you said we have a, a guest today. Is that right? We absolutely do, Dr. London. All right. Uh, well, hello there. Hi. Uh, my name, hello. My name is Dr. LondonSmith.com. This is Cameron, our producer. Uh, what was your name? My name is uh, is Gerald Fitzgerald, uh, but uh, I prefer you call me uh, pa- Pastor Jerry. Okay. Well, nice to meet you, Pastor Jerry. Thank you. It's a um, pleasure. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so what brings you on the show today? Well, now I've I've been traveling around the the country and uh, <clears throat> trying to to just you know spread the good word and and heal people. I. Uh, Okay. I, you know, I think we have something in common here. <laughs> or yeah, you're a little bit of a I doctor am. yourself. Yes, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah. <clears throat> I go around and uh, and I do uh, what some people refer to as as faith healings, uh, uh, the laying on of hands, and uh, well, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, exercising demons, which are are right. quite frequently oh, wow. the cause of of people's illnesses. I've found. Okay. Yeah. So let's. 
let's get to know you a little better. Where are you from? Uh, well, I'm I'm uh, originally from <clears throat> from Oregon, um, out uh, yeah, a little ways a little ways east of, uh, of Portland in a, a town called Boring, Boring, Oregon. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I went to a little church out there. I bounced around various churches. So you were and you were you were raised oh, yes. religious. Uh, raised religious. Uh, started Presbyterian. You know, did Lutheran. Tried Baptist. Uh, I was all over the place. Uh, and you know, I, I became a pastor because I, I thought just you know I just no one's doing it right. Uh, no one really has the truth, and and that's why you you don't see as many of these uh, miraculous healings anymore, uh, is is just because uh, you know pe- people aren't following uh, uh, the truth. Oh, okay, so you're you believe that none of these people have found the truth, and that's why you became a pastor. Well, I I was yeah I've always been uh, I would call it a, a seeker of truth. Um, Okay. You know, I've I've yeah. always been looking for the truth, and and that eventually led me down the path of of uh, I I thought you know I of course I had pastors I looked up to growing up uh, and and people who taught me I would say, but uh, <clears throat> I I as I continued to learn and and study uh, the the scriptures, uh, you know I just found uh, uh, well heck uh, I I think I I can be a leader and a mentor and. And uh, and then once I started uh, practicing these faith healings, uh, you know, well, I, I really had something going there. And that's why I started focusing on what is the what is this truth that you keep speaking about? Well, it's uh, I think when you when you look at how uh, how miracles used to occur. Yeah, uh, we have lots of stories of miracles. And of course, those are factual. Um and uh, you don't hear about those quite so much anymore, uh, and and that's because there's this this lack of faith. You see, uh, and no offense, doctor, um, but uh, but I I think that uh, you know people going to see these doctors and and uh, this modern medicine is a lot of what causes it. Yes. Okay. Well, and you feel that way because I guess uh, taking a pill might seem less um less helpful for a person's inner soul than maybe what you're preaching is that what you mean what i mean is it it comes down to to faith you know and uh and if you're going to call on our our good lord to to save you from an illness or or uh to cast out a demon uh you know it's uh <clears throat> you have to have faith and and if you're going and and relying on modern medicine, then clearly uh, there's a lack of faith there. You don't really have faith uh, that the Lord will deliver you from your illness. Okay. See, whenever with my patients, what I try to describe is that, uh, you know, a patient can have faith depending on their faith. It could also work with the medicine. Nope. Whatever they believe in can work through me. Does that make sense? Well, I, I, it sounds like what the pastor is saying is that that does not make sense and that you guys are sort of mortal enemies. Is that, am I getting close? Thank you, Cameron. Thank you. I, again, I, I mean no uh, offense. I have nothing against you personally, but I do have something against uh, nearly everyone in your chosen profession. And how would that sound if you were trying to offend him personally? Well, if I was trying to offend him personally, I would say that he is an enemy of the Lord and deserves to be smitten. Okay. Uh, but I mean no offense to you personally. 
Okay, but you believe that I should be smitten. Well, that's neither here nor there. I suppose so. I'm not I'm not bringing that up here, of course. This is your show, and, and thank you again for having me on. I... I've gotten on, uh, actually, in my travels, a couple different, uh, you know, medical advice radio programs. Um, I was not necessarily on for the uh, whole program and was shown out of the building on one of them. But nonetheless, uh, thank you for having me on. Of course, yeah. And we always, you know, appreciate having different perspectives on the show so that we can discuss. Because I don't want to shy away from, you know, different... Every patient is different, and some people believe much more in faith healing. And, uh, you know, as for me, I, you know, I, I can't dispense that because I'm a person. Uh, but what I can give is, you know, medical opinions. But I'd like to get back to, uh, so have you been on tour with, like, you've been, you've been traveling around, you said? You could call it a tour. Um, I mean, I don't have a you know, fancy tour bus or anything like that um, what do, what, well what do you have what are you what are you traveling around in or with is it public transportation is it is it a tent oh it's a uh it's a volkswagen yeah okay um, it's a uh, ni- 1987 uh volkswagen vanagon um okay and uh i guess i do kind of have a tour bus uh, uh but okay. it's not a tour bus it i do live in it so it's sort of a okay. tour home. It is a, a tour van, yes, um, with meager accommodations. Um, you know, no, no water. I have a camp stove that I cook on, and uh, and the Lord provides. Is that why you were putting a lot of our? I mean, I don't, I I don't mean to uh, stir anything up here, but we we like to keep a few snacks out for our guests. It seemed before you even spoke to us, you were kind of stuffing as much of that as you can into your pockets, which well, is those, fine. Those that's were for, for the guests, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for yeah. you. Oh, well. And I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But that, I mean, it, it it, sort of seems like it gives us a glimpse into maybe what's a little bit of your lifestyle. I mean, are, are, are you are you okay? Are you... Listen, as I say, the, the Lord provides. Uh, I, I was hungry this morning, but uh, manna from heaven came in the form of... of uh, Cheetos and and various other chips uh, that that you provide for your guests. Yeah, but these are I mean these are old Cheetos. Like these Cheetos, you know they're hard. You've been chewing on it. You've been chewing on the same Cheeto for I mean t- at least twenty minutes now. And it's much more satisfying that way, if I do say so myself. Uh, otherwise, they they'd be gone by now. Okay. Well, and I guess I also noticed you were filling up those giant jugs of water from from the sink here uh that also when you came in yeah. and i um i guess i have the same sort of concerns as cameron how how long have you been on this uh this tour i guess we can keep calling it i mean if we can even call it a tour so far it sort of sounds like you in a van i'm not i don't know not i don't want to cause any offense again i have been i mean i have been i have been driving around yeah and uh yeah i, I mean, i've so you've touring. been you've been driving, but what are these stops like? So let's say let's say you get to one of your your destinations. What yeah. happens? Well, I find a place to park. Uh, sometimes that's Walmart parking lot. Uh, sometimes drive up some country roads, find a place out of the way. 
Um, and that's where I'll set up my my base, as it were. And uh, during the days, I drive into town. Uh, if I can find uh, maybe a street market, uh, Saturday market type thing uh, is often great on the weekends. Um, I, I will oftentimes get out the old megaphone and, um, you know, start speaking to the people. Um, oh, so... So whenever, I guess what I was really expecting to hear is that you have maybe been stopping at different churches on the way, but from what you're describing here, it just sounds like you're stopping wherever you can get free parking and church doesn't even come to mind. Yeah, or even like a revival tent or something along, I mean, it sounds like you're going to just sort of a fish market and kind of yelling at people with a megaphone. Well, now, okay, that when you say it that way, it, it doesn't sound uh, quite so glamorous. Um, as for churches... Uh, and that is my fault. I, I apologize. That is my fault. That is my own vanity and greed thinking that it has to be fancy to be true, and I apologize. Well, yes. I shouldn't have gone down I, that road. Thank you. I, I appreciate uh, um, your honesty. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be honest, too. Uh, when it comes to churches, I, I was stopping at churches for a while. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, uh, um, a lot of these churches out there, they just this is controversial stuff for them. Um, I don't uh, don't know why. Uh, I think it's uh, well grounded in scriptures and uh, and clearly uh, uh, the work speaks for itself, but uh, a lot of times they just don't have the patience for that. And uh, so, s- some of these churches, you're you're sort of saying they don't let you come back, right? Yeah, and I'll you know I can have a ten as you might have noticed, I can have a tendency to kind of come on strong. Uh, and I, I you know, I wouldn't. Say, I would actually say you're coming on extremely weak. I don't. Oh, I don't. I don't mean well, any offense there either. But it. And that's not. Because I, you're gripping my shoulders now to shake me, but you're not yeah, well, moving I'm a, me. It's just so. It looks like a, you're. Even the grip is just so desperate. I think that's the it issue. Looks like, yeah, you're shaking, not me. Well, I, <clears throat> I, I don't call me weak because I have the strength of the Lord behind me. Uh, but uh, I, you, it, I don't. It doesn't look like you have the strength to stand, man. I, I, I don't. No, I'm, I'm doing just fine. Thank you. Um, okay. So what I you, I've got to know though, like so some of these churches they're not letting you back. You're saying it's because they don't follow necessarily the same things that you follow that you found in the scriptures. Could you maybe elaborate a little bit, like an example of what happened at one of these churches yeah. that is not inviting you anymore? Uh, some feedback I have gotten uh, from one particular church was that I uh, used the word blasphemy too liberally, perhaps. Um, you know, I showed up on a, a Sunday cause that's when the people were at the church. Uh, and it just happened to be when I was driving into town. Uh, so I show up there and, uh, you know, maybe I didn't give them a, a fair shake. Uh, maybe I should have probed their theology a little bit more, but, uh, I brought out the megaphone and started, uh, you know, um, just letting these people know what I thought about, uh, about their, about their beliefs and their lack of faith. This is, so this is okay. in the middle of a Sunday service without talking to these people at all. Yeah, well, you I was sort hoping... of just walk in and then start telling them that they don't have faith. Yes, is that yeah, about? I was hoping to catch them as they were walking into the church, but I pulled up uh, while church was already in service, so I just thought I'd 
you slept stick in a with little the plan. bit, right? Yeah, I thought I'd just stick with the plan and just walk in and uh, still use the megaphone, of course. Um, of course, yeah. But uh, and just you know, they let them know that I because it's a concern, the lack of faith that I see in the world. I uh, you know, I I have nothing but the best intentions for helping people here. Um, and uh, sometimes I think the the best way to help people is by pointing out what I see as their inadequacies in uh, a very blunt fashion. Huh. Okay. And you've, well, it sounds like you've maybe found some issues with that approach. Are you, are you sure that that's the approach you want to keep using? Well, I mean, I'll, I'll keep working as the Lord leads, but uh, this is, this is just, how I feel convicted that things need to go. And, uh, honestly, okay. you know, when, uh, when, when people don't see eye to eye with me, uh, I, I just take that as a sign that, that I'm really uh, doing the right thing. You know, um, uh, it's just a confirmation of, of what I'm doing. Okay. All right. Uh, Cameron, do we have any sponsors today? We do, Dr. London. Okay. All right. Is it another, is, is it sort of a medical like tracking app, like to check your heartbeats or check for AFib? I would, I would consider it part of the medical field. I mean, I, I know a lot of what you deal with is physical, but wouldn't you say that the emotional as- part, wouldn't you say that the emotional part of a human being is just as important as the physical? Uh, yeah, so that that has an impact the the psycho psychology and emotional aspect. Sure, that has an absolutely. I mean, obviously, like stress or not being stressed, these things can manifest themselves physically. Yeah. I mean, it increased levels uh, of cortisol, fear, happiness. These things, mm-hmm. these things have physical side effects. So th- this today we're dealing with an app, okay. not dealing with an app. We're we're being sponsored by an app. Okay, and this. Th- Dr. Linden, this is one of my favorite apps in a long, long time. This is way better than Draw Something. Okay, so is this like a like a meditation app? No, it's not so much meditation as it is... What would be a form of meditation where you outsource your meditation to other people? Does that make sense? N- no. Okay, what about the idea of outsourcing your emotions that you can no longer feel anymore to other people does that make sense no but okay so there are sponsors offering to outsource an emotion that we no longer possess this app is called emotion potion dr london and what what this app does is it takes all the emotions that you cannot process anymore so let's say Christmas joy. You know, this this is a common one. You you feel a certain magical specialness around the holidays. Okay. And as a child, but then as you get older, that sort of special spark, that magic feeling in the air sort of goes away. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have noticed that. But if you want to capture that feeling again, but you cannot physically capture it because you can't feel it anymore. What you can do is you can find someone in this app to feel that emotion for you and show you what it's like. Oh, so they, what do they take a video of themselves? I guess being happy for Christmas. 
Yeah, we put you in contact with them. If you want to do video, if you want to do snail mail, if you want to do, I mean, just an IM chat, whatever, they can convey that however they want. It Honestly, there's actually a function in this app where if they want to come over and just kind of show you what's going on, that's great too. This is actually perfect for, let's say, Thanksgiving dinner. Let's say you it's impossible for you to conjure up any kind of positive feelings for your family anymore. Okay. So at Thanksgiving dinner, you go there. You find someone in this app. You They can either you know FaceTime in or they can physically show up to the dinner. And then they'll show your friends and family what it's like to be excited for them. Huh. So, so, so they get an invitation to the dinner. Well, what about something that's... Right. The love that you used to be able to show towards, let's say, your parents or your siblings. Now your emotional surrogate can just do all that for you while you just sit on your phone. So I guess... What about, um, I guess a closer example would be Valentine's Day. How would you, I guess. Oh, that's a great one. That is, that's actually one of their selling points is for dead relationships. Oh my gosh. I mean, you got Valentine's Day, birthdays, an anniversary. You've got all of these days where even if you're in this dead relationship and you haven't loved each other in years and years, you're still expected to like, you know, pull out the red carpet roll out the red carpet and uh do all this fancy stuff for everything and i just i just can't i can't deal with that anymore and so what you can do is you can find someone in this app again they can either email your spouse or they can i am with your spouse or give them a facetime call or they can just show up and they can show your spouse what it would be like if you still loved them huh Okay, I guess I guess for some people that would be advantageous. To to me, I would feel like disingenuine about it. Uh, oh, it's completely dis dis dis. dis what you say? Disingenuine, disingenuous. Diso. Um, when you're diso John you. When you're John, yeah, yes, it is exactly disno uh John, uh, and that is exactly true. Okay, well, it's it's a negative thing is why I why I brought it up because when you're genuine with people, that means you're real, you're open, you're honest. When you're disingenuous, then you're sort of the opposite. You're hiding your true self. You're you're presenting a fake self. Let's say your cousin Sammy dies. Okay. And you didn't really know Sammy that much. Like he's kind of on a side of that family that's sort of distant. They live in another state. Not like hard feelings between the family or anything it's just more of a convenience thing they just they don't really visit for holidays you don't visit them for holidays you probably haven't spoken to sammy in like 15 20 years okay but you still you feel obligated to go to this funeral and to like you know conjure up some sort of emotion right so what you can do give a call to your emotional surrogate through the emotion potion app and say hey can you give me a few tears? My cousin Sammy died. Don't know how he died because I didn't care to ask. And, and then you can just kind of hold it out and let people talk to the surrogate and see the surrogate cry. And they'll understand the emotion that you were trying to conjure up. Huh. Okay. I, di- I didn't realize that there was a market for that. But um. Oh, yeah. There's already 35 million users. That's how oh, wow. popular this app is. Wow. That's impressive. Okay. I... I guess I, I expect to be able to be more, I guess, emotionally in touch and to try, like, to try to do that for themselves. But I guess if you're, 
if it's too much people of a have been trying to get in to get in touch with their own emotions for decades and has that worked no okay it's people people trying to like uh, uh recapture happiness and all these things does that ever work absolutely not mm. you know what works Feeling like you can't meditate anymore, like what you were ta- asking in the beginning of this ad, and then saying, you know what, I'm not getting anything out of meditation, so I'm going to pay $35 for a surrogate for them to meditate, and then they can just tell me whatever revelations that that came from it. Okay. All right, well, this- Well, I can just sit on my ass and watch TV. Sure. Which is all I wanted to do in the first place. Okay. All right, well, I guess- um. Yeah, so if this, what was this called again? If you step on something sharp, let's say like a sharp rock. Right. But your foot is so calloused because of how many like sharp and piercing things you've stepped on in your lifetime. So it's just a big nasty block of dead skin. But you wish you could feel something. Pull someone up on this app. Guess what they're going to do for you. Take a guess, Dr. Ledin uh they'll they'll feel the pain yeah they're gonna step on something and they'll go youch okay yeah i i guess i, I guess I, I just don't see that i would Ooh, need that smart Ooh, ouch so with that many users i guess uh that this is a need people have so uh that sounds that sounds great i guess it doesn't you know certainly doesn't sound bad for the, the listeners so um Next time a family member dies, next time a boyfriend breaks your heart, next time an animal runs away or comes back, but you can't find any emotions to feel, give the Emotion Potion a try in the iTunes and Google Play Store. Well, thank you for that. I I do really want to press this question uh, we didn't get to earlier. Um, how long you've been? How long have you been doing this? Oh yeah, uh, you know, preaching, driving around. That's uh, that's been without... going on for about the past three years uh, since uh, my lovely wife died. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear yeah. that. Well, there was okay. nothing we could do. I, I prayed my hardest. Okay. But uh, yeah. And. And so following following that, that must have been difficult. And sort of your response to that was to go on the road and share the good news that you already knew, I guess. Is that right? Yeah, I guess you could say that. Um, I thought, you know, uh, well, my wife is gone. I'm a single man now. I, I am no longer tethered to uh, this specific location. Uh, and... To be honest, going out there on the streets and uh, shouting at people there, I, I, they knew me by that point and, and would just avoid me like the plague. Uh, and so I thought, well, maybe I should take this on the streets. I, I Take it on the road, I should say. So whenever you uh, approach a church, yeah, you've already said you, you yell in the megaphone. Um, have you thought about maybe joining one of these churches and finding a place, you know, settling down a little bit? Because it's been three full years now. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's starting to toll on me. And like I said, uh, yeah, that the Lord does provide. Um, but I 
somehow am uh, still, as you alluded to, uh, it's having a toll on me. It's taking a toll uh, physically. Um, and now, of course, uh, any ailments that might come up, I have faith that uh, they, they'll go away on their own. Well, the Lord will uh, will take them from me. Um, but uh, it, it has been taking a toll, and I, I don't know if I could muster up the humility that it would be required of me to keep my mouth shut at a established congregation but um right i was gonna ask about your i mean your illnesses if you don't yeah. mind <clears throat> yeah so cameron has his buckets here um i don't know if you heard, heard that portion he, he's he's had some plus stuff you brought your own bucket for what seems to be a leak from your ear and yeah. How long has that been going on? Well, no, that that's been about uh, three or four months. Uh, but I, all I can imagine is that this is just a overflowing of the spirit. Uh, okay. In liquid form. So whenever it's yeah, but it's overflowing it's a and, lot, and you keep wincing every time it does. It kind of it's kind of gurgling. It kind of comes and goes in waves, and when it yeah, when it gurgles a lot, you kind of go. Ah. Yeah, it's in my ear. It's loud, but uh, but I I think that that is the still small voice. Of, it's loud. Uh, it's the your disease is loud. The the gurgling in my ear. Yeah, it's right at right against the eardrum. So so the painful part is how loud it is. I mean, it doesn't doesn't help it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there is also some pressure, uh, which I assume is. Again, just the fullness of the spirit within me, uh, and so I, I actually have been using this ooze uh, in my in my healings, and it's been quite effective. Oh wow! So it's sort of I mean it's it's like uh, holy water, but it's the you, kind of the ear goose. Yeah, juice. You juice say yeah, that. ear juice or ear goo. Oh well, or... I think as I said, I think it is the. Uh, the the spirit manifest in liquid form. Okay. Well, yeah, and I do see you've you had bottles of. I didn't think that it was that, but I are those bottles of ear yeah, I, juice? Yeah, I do. Goo? I do bottle it, uh, just because the bucket does fill up. Uh, um and oh wait 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 so you when you're using this in your healing, you're not just like taking some of it and putting it on their foreheads. You're asking them to drink it. Well. Now, drinking is that's for special. That's reserved for special cases. Right. That's uh, more of a communion. Oftentimes, type of... I'll I'll pour some out in my hand and, uh, you know, make the sign of the cross on their forehead or or sprinkle it on them. Uh, it really depends on uh, on what the ailment is. Um, and I well, mean, just a I... doctor like you have uh, your own special quotes treatments uh, for different diseases. So I I also. Uh, you know, depends on what uh, what it is that uh, the Lord is healing this person of. Well, and I I also noticed that you know, like this bottle, for example, is labeled five dollars. Uh, are you are you trying to sell this? Well, now I have these bottles for my own personal use, but uh, sometimes uh, if a patient finds it particularly effective, they want to have some for their own home use. I'm sorry. You're referring to them as patients. Well, uh, for 
I mean, your faith healing. The Lord is the great physician. These are his patients. Um, and uh, yeah, if, sometimes they would like to have uh, some for their own home use. Um, if I was just giving them away, I, I would not have any left over to heal others with. And and so the price is right. merely a way to uh, to to moderate the amount that is taken. To cover the okay. huge overhead cost of living in a van and kind of just taking food out of you know green rooms and whatnot yeah it, Whatever it does go to gasoline uh which is something that is harder to come by uh yeah yeah well so can we yeah. i mean dr london i don't would you mind if we kind of tested this out a little bit we talked about before my shoulder you know i've got a 30 pound barbell grafted into my skin that's causing sort of an infectious ooze yes yeah i i i see that it's grotesque dr london would that be okay to try to i you you can try it if you'd like i don't think that it will be helpful or effective it you know it pus isn't for like use for healing for other people generally uh, yeah, in medicine. i would agree with that probably pus isn't but uh this again is is uh uh, liquid form of the spirit absolutely so let's take a little bit of that now Ugh. with this particular wound i'm just going to try dabbing a little bit okay go to, ahead uh, we'll start with some dabbing there dab you want me to dab like Whoa. oh Whoa. i you want me to mean, dab as well that Whoa. looks Party like rocking it might just hurt tonight Whoa. i love to dab Whoa. to that song yeah yeah, can't say I'm uh, hip to to all the dance moves, uh, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, let's. Uh, I'll I'll just. Uh, it looks like I could use a little bit of a, a pour on there as well. There you go. Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh. It is. It is a little thick. Um, so you got to spread it. And if you want, you could. Take a little swig as well. Uh, this is okay. This looks quite infected, so a little bit taken internally. Oh god, why is it so heavy? Like as in physically heavy? It made my head drop down. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a supernatural substance. I so I I don't really see much. Di- it looks. Are you gargling? Yeah. I th- okay. All right. That's good. Well, and Cameron, do you feel any different? I definitely feel more violent, and I feel more sad. Is that ring any bells? Is that something? Well, is that now? I don't think that that would be the spirit uh, there. I think that um, that that might be, and yeah. Perhaps some demons inside you wrestling with uh, with the spirit, oh. resisting the spirit. Do you want to dump some more on uh, there, then? Well, now, if I give you any more, I will have to charge you. Oh, Dr. London, can I get a fiver? No. Look, I, I'm i sorry, and I'm sorry to, to use up this the, the bottle mark sample, but um, we really, I, I don't think that this is really worth uh, the money for for what Cameron needs at the mm. moment, and and what would you could... say that Cameron needs, Doctor? Uh, 
he probably needs antibiotics. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. antibiotics, you know, isn't that just? Yeah, these look deep enough that Ant- probably needs. Wait, I got something. I got something here. Antibiotics or antibiotics? Oh, uh, uh, antibiotics more like antichrist. Okay. It's one I use sometimes. Well, well, I appreciate you know those those counterpoints. I feel like maybe we can just go ahead and probably end here. It seems like we've heard enough of you know this approach, mm. which mm-hmm. you know it's always great to hear a, a spiritual, holistic type of approach. In this case, you know, ear uh, juice. Well, hey, it's it's not just ear juice. I mean, you know, that's that's kind of what I had laying around. But uh, there, there's there's plenty of other stuff. My, I don't think. It, believe me. I, I don't think I need any more of the juice because it sort of just comes back up on its own, and then I can just drink it again. Well, and you know, some patients have reported that after a while they start getting their own ear ooze. Uh, it's oh. the spirit has infected them. Um, and so you, you can look forward to that. Infected. Well, huh. Yeah. I mean, in a good way. All right. Well, yeah, we can, uh, I feel like we don't need to hear too much more on this. Uh, but thank you, Pastor Jerry, for, for being well, on the Jock Doc podcast. Thank you for, uh, giving me a, a a microphone and a voice and and for uh supporting my message as you do yeah well yes we absolutely do we put our full the full support of the jock doc podcast around you and your tour and your van oh thank you uh you know and, if i could get that in writing i'd really appreciate it it oh, helps to have a doctor's no. recommendation yeah and how no. much is a sponsorship because we'll go ahead and just sponsor the tour right now I mean, honestly, if you just load me up with some of those Cheetos. Okay. I'm going to load you up with the Cheetos. I'm also just going to go ahead, and Dr. London, I already got permission from you before the podcast about this. I'm just going to go ahead and give you a debit card connected to Dr. No. London's account. Oh, oh um, man. I, I would appreciate it. The Lord there, provides. Yeah, there's a $1,000 no. a day limit on it, but besides that, you should be good to go. Just go I, ahead and use that. Here that, you go. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate this, Dr. And in exchange, no, can I get a little more of that juice? Yeah, well, I think that's worth at least a bottle or two. In fact, okay. I'll leave this bucket with you. I have oh, another yes. one out in the van. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, well, and I, please keep that bucket away from me at least. Got to cancel another card. Okay, well, um, uh, Pastor Jerry. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, don't go too crazy with it now. I don't want to. Don't make me look at it. Uh, Pastor Jerry, is there any way that our listeners could uh, follow you? Are you on social media? You know, honestly, or... just uh, again, uh, uh, keep an eye out at your at your local street markets. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, I've been thinking of starting a Facebook, but uh, haven't figured that out yet. Uh, Lord hasn't provided a computer yet. Okay, I got you. Well, uh, in that case, thank you, Pastor Jerry, for being on the show. Well, Um, thank you. Thank you. uh, Thank you to our producer, Cameron, as always. Thank you to to Jadul in the house. (laughs) 
No offense, doctor, um, but uh, you're an enemy of the Lord and deserve to be smitten. No offense, doctor, um, but uh, you're an enemy of the Lord and deserve to be smitten. Uh, my name is Dr. Lennon Smith.com. This has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. You tell him to back off. I mean, come on, take a hint. But he just walks closer to you, and you can tell that he is not going to leave you alone. So you change tactics and smile. Giggling a little bit and making a kissy face. <laughs> and he holds out that hand. So you finally give him your license and registration, and the police officer finally gives you a moment of peace while he looks up your details. <laughs> and speaking of details, be sure to leave a five star review of the Jock Dog podcast detailing all of the creeps who keep flashing their big lights and asking you for your government-issued documents. Hmm, well, he's looking at my license and information. I'm going to go to the iTunes app, and I'm going to leave a review on the Jock Talk podcast. And since you're already there, go ahead and text a link of your favorite episode to the biggest creep in your life. Hmm, I guess since I'm here, I might as well text this to all of my friends and family. They're all creeps. Or just Whoa. send them our handy Whoa. website at jockdogpodcast.com if that's easier for you. And we Well, of course... I mean, I'm already in the app, so it's pretty easy to just hit the share button and send that. But yeah, I guess hypothetically if I was not in the app, but I wanted to link the website, which, you know, has all our information and then links to the different apps that people use, I could, I could see myself sending that. And we, of course, love to hear back from our listeners, so be sure to give us a shout-out on social media at Jock Dog Podcast. Thanks for listening. 